Hey everyone, I'm Gary Wilmot, the, the CEO of High Five, and with me today I've got Jeff Noble, who is the co-owner the co of Colombo Coffee. Colombo Coffee is situated in Durban and has a history dating back to 1917. Um, they have over 12 staff and serve over 200 cups of coffee a day. So Colombo is also a wholesale uh, coffee business, which sells coffee to coffee shops, hotels, B&Bs, uh, and corporates. So yeah, um, Jeff, um, I don't know if you want to maybe kick off by and tell us more about the company and your background and how you got into the position and, uh, yeah, and role okay. within yeah, Coffee. I'll start with my background. I'm probably the most least qualified coffee person in the world. I'm a chartered accountant and uh, also a CFA charter holder. So I'm very corporate by, by definition, <laughs> but I have somehow found myself involved in coffee and it's a, it's a number of things I do, and I, I mean, we were chatting earlier before this, and I suppose when I, I went to university, I, I was going to be a chartered accountant, maybe to go do a bit of auditing and all that, and, and then somehow I lost my way along the way. I still obviously ended up doing the chartered accounting thing, but with a slight twist, I ended up in Australia for four years, and maybe that's where the seeds of coffee were, were sown, but I, I, I didn't end up doing auditing. I did corporate finance, and then I came back and ended up managing money in an asset management environment and then you know got more involved in technology but the gist of it is I ended up deciding to leave the corporate world about two years ago and but not sort of abandoning ways of thinking or anything like that I was very oh I believe in one obviously I mean everyone says that doing things you're passionate about and coffee is one of those um, but I believe in creating different income streams, and that's sort of how I got involved in the coffee industry. So I, I do do consulting on the side, but I, I've got various business interests that I've, I've tried to set up over the last couple of years, and the latest one is Colombo Coffee. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much my background. I'm a finance person. I do love coffee. I, I, I mean, I, maybe I wasn't quite kind enough to myself. I know a little bit more about coffee than the average person, um, and, you know, I also got other coffee uh, interests in importing beans and, and so forth. So, yeah, it's, it's, I find it quite, a, quite exciting and it's a lot of hard work, but uh, very different to, to the corporate world I was exposed to up until two years ago. And, 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 and yeah. uh, tell me, what's your favorite coffee right now and that you, your, your preferred cup? Well, I mean, in terms of how we make, uh, well, in terms of brew style, I, I usually drink a pour-over coffee. Uh, I normally either drink uh, a V60 Hario, which is a, a basically a manual filter coffee, or I, I, I actually like plunger coffee. I'll, I'll have a, a flat white or cappuccino from time to time, but I'm not big on the milk. The milk gets a bit much for me. In terms of actual coffee drinking, I'm drinking a coffee from Rwanda uh, at the moment. It's a Guattari. It's a very nice bean that a friend of mine bought in. But uh, the nice thing about coffee is that you can mix it up, and it's a little bit like wine. You know, you can... You can drink wines from all, I mean, I don't drink wine, but people tell me you can drink wines from all over the world and, you know, um, you know, different vintages, different crops. And it's very similar to coffee like that. And there's some people that will tell you that coffee flavors are as complex as wine, as wine if not more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of an interesting industry. It's a tough industry, but um, especially, you know, we, in the Columbus space, we're competing with, you know, the big boys of the world, the Saros and you know, he bring in the Lavazza and all that. Then, yeah. And uh, and uh, and looking, uh, and you mentioned, you know, the 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 company dates back to 
1917. I mean, it was obviously a family-owned business. You want to take us maybe yes. more on the history and how that got started? Sure. And, so, and so business. we only took over the business on the 1st of December 2017. And up until that, that point, it had been passed down the Richardson family, um, you know, generation after generation. And it actually, uh, unknown to many people, the business actually started in, in Johannesburg uh, around the mines. And uh, there was a bit of a, a revolt or something. Something happened at the mines and it moved down to Durban in, in about 19, uh, was it 1923 or something like that. Um, and then it's, you know, it, it's called Colombo Tea Company. So I think they focused on tea mainly, but, you know, grew into a coffee company over time. And as I say, passed down the Richardson family. Uh, the, the last Richardson uh, moved to the UK uh, sometime last year. And so the business was put up for sale. And, and we kind of, I mean, ha having been involved in the coffee industry and working closely with a lot of uh, good coffee guys, um, they, you know, they, they identify with Colombo. And I mean, one of the guys that we bring into the business, you know, when it was up for sale, said to me, you got to buy it. Um, it's, you know, if you can. And um, so we did. <laughs> it's synonymous with coffee in Durban, and it's a, so we kind of just want to carry on the legacy, grow it from strength to strength. It's it's exactly what I was looking for in terms of getting into the coffee industry. Um, you know, a nice established business, um, and uh, yeah, and, and I'm sure we'll cover more on the business as we go through the call. But uh, that's it in a nutshell. Do you want to maybe just kick off and tell us more about? Uh, what it's like to manage the company and the staff, you know, and, yeah. and some of the learnings you've had with that. Yeah, so the staff are obviously probably the most important thing of this kind of business, especially in the cafe. Um, if you've got horrible people working behind the counter, people are not going to come back. <laughs> so yeah. we, we actually, we have a So it's a, not just about the great, coffee, it's about the people. Yes, it's not yeah. just about the coffee. And, and, uh, and we've seen that in, 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 you know, I mean, I travel quite all over South Africa and I drink coffee at a lot of places. And I can, I mean, I won't mention names, but I can tell you some very good coffee shops where the, the stuff are horrible. Wow. And like, yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, and it's, it's not just me. You just have to go into Google and, and read the reviews and, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. But now we're getting... Off track, so I'll no, bring no, it back. no. This is good. Um, we, we like off track. I mean, that's, yeah, actually, no, 100%. that's yeah. actually a very good thing you mentioned. I mean, it's something I often do. You know, whenever I'm in a new city or town, I use Google Voice. So I'll, I'll say, uh, yeah. "Okay, Google, give me some coffee shops around me," and then it'll list a whole bunch of coffee shops. Yeah. You know, and we'll, we'll, we'll get on first... well. Yeah, yeah. I've got Google smart speakers all over my house. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and one of the first things that comes up is it, it goes according to the rating, you know, and I think that's a, a lot of business owners don't realize or recognize that, yeah. that your customers have got first-hand knowledge and input into the business. And if you yeah. don't track or monitor that, yeah. they will have dictate, you know, where the customers yeah. come to you. And you're always going to get a negative review. But the problem is, I mean, if you read reviews well, you've got to look between the four and two stars. And if you're yeah. consistently getting two stars, you've got a serious problem. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and, and I don't think, I mean, I actually had a conversation with our guys yesterday because Eat Out contacted us to update our listening. I said, guys, we actually have to identify all these, you know, the trip advisors, the Eat Outs. I mean, there's a great new startup in Durban uh, called Up, Up, Upvotes. Okay. Um, amazingly, started in Durban that we, we're partnering with to do some cool things with, but it's it's a similar sort of uh, you know rating places, but it, yeah, it's got a nice little twist. Um, and we've got to make sure that we're visible on these platforms. That you know we, you know, if, if we start getting negative feedback on these platforms, that we we act quickly. And you know, 
because as you say, you get a long history of Google, this is a terrible place and people aren't going to come here. It yeah, doesn't exactly. matter how good the coffee is. And, um, and, and your personal experience about managing staff, I mean, obviously this is a, a new dynamic or yeah. a new field for you to be in. Well, is there anything that we, you've learned? You know? Yeah, I mean, I've obviously worked with a lot of people in the, in the corporate environment, so I've got a bit of a feel for it. And it's, it's an interesting contrast. You know, it, it's, and I, I asked one of the guys, because I, I said, you know, historically, how have you hired here um, before we came in the school? Because I told him we were having this call. And he said, we hire for personality. Wow. Um, because we can teach him everything about coffee. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm learning about coffee. And you can learn everything. There's books. There's, you know, there's this process. It's actually, coffee is very scientific. You can follow a step-by-step process. But let's call it spider spider. If you're a dick, doesn't yeah, matter how good it. the coffee is, no one wants to come chat to you. And yeah. we have got some really cool people. And, uh, and, and really cool people I've met and, and been able to, to form relationships with. And all different people. I mean... Is the different cultural backgrounds. Um, well, Man- Mandy, our, our packer, is teaching me how to speak Zulu. Um, you know, wow. um, so every day we, we have a little bit of a jam. Um, you know, um, Wesley's a trail runner uh, with a beard. So everyone thinks he's a hipster. It's his worst thing in the world. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> um, Chad's, you know, our other assistant manager. You know, we've got all these diverse personalities. And, and the, I mean, Next time you're in Durban, you obviously you yeah. must come in and come chat to the guys. I mean, because obviously they're big high five users, um, and you, you'll be amazed at the different personalities there. And it just it works. It, it, it yeah. just you know you know Chantal is the one for you know, I've got her on the boys' case in terms of details and stuff because she's sort of helping sort out our inventory and you know she's one of the cafe assistant managers. But we found out that she's actually quite good at getting the inventory on the wholesale side working so we've got it pulled in there as well so yeah it's, it's, wow. it's a so, very so what, what you're actually saying is it's actually not about the skills like anyone yeah. can learn skills it's a it's it's about yeah are we getting along with the people do they have a great personality and i mean i did team? watch your your prior call and, and i think you used the the um your prior podcast you used the google thing um uh, it was do we want to go have dinner with no or do you want to introduce them to your parents or something like that and if you don't want to then you know is this person a good person because most people you you'd be happy to take them to an event or whatever and well you know anyone that's semi-decent and if you can't answer those questions then you've got a serious problem and then oh yes uh, about the lack test you know would you would you hang out could you be stuck yes, in the airport it. with someone for like five yes, hours? Yes, you know? yes, and that's yes. So very good. Yeah, that's yes. So that's it's so exactly that. Mm. If you if we find, I mean, I, I've been there three months and I feel like I know these oaks. And I mean, look, let me not be naive. Maybe when I walk out the door, that I cause it oak, because we the owners. But I feel like you know, like totally engaged with all of them. You know, I know I know bits about them. You know, it's it's and it's it's comes down to a lot of the type of people they are. You know, they're not. Uh, you, you know, a lot of them have learnt uh, know nothing about coffee when they come and they've learnt. I mean, we've got a guy, Steve, at the moment, um, knew nothing about roasting coffee, but Chad saw something in him. He said, "Well, let's teach this guy how to roast coffee," and he's That's learning brilliant. how to roast coffee now. So it's 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 actually very different to the corporate world. Um, you know, yeah. look, so you, you, let's not be naive. Let's it's not all roses and I'm sure there will be issues down the track and we'll have performance issues and I mean it's like any business but 
I've loved the companies I worked for, um, but it's all you always contrast. Um, and there was always an attitude in the corporate, if we don't do it, it must suck. Wow. You know, if I, if I haven't done this, or if someone else has written this, it is crap. And I've reflected on that a lot recently. And, and it's, it's, it's so true. Instead of being in awe of awesome stuff people have done, saying, you know, that is awesome. I can add, and that's maybe where open source software is so cool. It's like, you know, people, they collaborate. Yeah. And they say, you know, it's not this ownership of I have done this or, oh, that person stepping on my territory. And I think I've sort of seen that culture at, at Colombo. It's very much a, we, we, when we first rocked up there, we actually wanted to split the wholesale and the cafe businesses in terms of report. And eventually I said the other day to the guys, you know what, this is one business. We'll, work we, we'll, we'll work where we need it. And you also learn new skills across the, you know, working in the wholesale business. And it's not, you know, cafes sitting at the front and wholesale in the back. And I think in the corporate world, sometimes it gets stuck. And, and there are some, you know, corporates that, uh, that do break that mold. But from what I've seen, they're stuck in their, they're stuck in their teams or they, you know, I report to so-and-so or, you know, they have this illusion of a flat hierarchical uh, structure, which is not really true. I see what you mean. Um, like, like corporates, yeah. generally speaking, okay, uh, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're mostly in silos. And yeah. everyone is in this hierarchical mission to get to the top, you know, and to, and to, and it always has to be uh, accredited to them. Whereas what yeah. you found in running a small coffee shop business is that it's fairly flat, and most people are helping each other to improve and get better together. Is that yeah? The, yeah. Is that is yeah. that right? No, I, I I think that's very much right. And and even looking at the incentives, because we give the guys, you know, we we do give them financial incentives, but they're all team based. The only individual one is a high five incentive that, I mean, obviously we use high five, which we've just instituted just to, to recognize excellence. I mean, wow. I, I think the team stuff is great, but every once in a while, a guy needs an individual pat on the back and, you know, that he's, he's done, done something cool. So all our stuff is team-based. So, you know, one person brings the team down and, and guys, you know, they, they, they don't let it, let it slide. I mean, and... You know, there's even been instances where the managers who also get the incentive have decided that there's been balls dropped. They're not, they don't deserve the incentive. Not coming from, I mean, I'm not even involved in the decision of whether they get the incentives or not. Um, you know, it's the, it's the general manager and the, and the management team of the, of the, um, and, the and, and, and there's, you know, it's all or nothing. Not some people get, and we, but we've, we've formalized it a bit as we've taken, we've designed a scorecard. And so the guys get a little bit more transparency in how it's, it's awarded and, and all that. So it's, it's quite cool, but we've kept it all team-based. We, we do team retail sales uh, because even though the assistant managers tend to do the retail sales, um, the other guys are covering for them at the coffee bar. So it's like Brilliant. a team effort. So I'm actually very keen to, to take you to meet the guys. I'd and, love, and, to, love yeah. to. Is there anything, like, anything you've learned like, that you would have changed you know, within the short time? Yeah, I mean, business-wise, business I'll tell anyone, and I mean, it's as obvious as anything, take a cash business over <laughs> a credit business because our hotel business is credit. We're, and I've got to see both. Um, and not on a people point, just from business Point of view. On the cafe side, obviously it's cash, which is great. Um, but on the wholesale side, it's not a bad business. It's just it's easier to manage the cash business. That's the one key key learning. And, and and managing money, looking at businesses for the last six years, um, before or 
which was eight years ago, but anyway, before I started doing all of this, you always thought, oh, I know about businesses, I went to university, I did CFA, I know all this stuff. But until you actually do it and you've got to pay the bills and you've got to do that, it's not real. Nothing um, beats and, experience. Yeah, Perfect. and there's always an old saying in the asset management industry, uh, don't hire these oaks that have done all these MBAs or all that. Hire the oaks that have run a business. And, um, and I, I have, can't fault, I mean, maybe you need a mix of them, but I can't fault that sort of logic because, you know, it's, it's, it's hard work running a business. It's, yeah, it's, it's it was far easier sitting in, in a, you know, my desk uh, every day than, uh, than it is now. This is not the easy, it's the fun option, but it's yeah. not the easy option. And, and then, in terms, sorry, just in terms yeah. of people, I mean, I've learned to work with people that I've never worked with before because obviously in a corporate environment, guys are ten, ten, ten university degrees, oh, wow. you know, come from different works, walks of life. I mean, we've got, we've got uh, one guy, his nickname's Ankles because he doesn't wear pants that go past his ankles or something, you know, stuff that you'd never get in the corporate world, yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting, yeah. That's and and um and that kind of uh, you can't buy the kind of, kind of experience, you know. It's something yeah. you've just got to, I guess, buy into and just pay the price, yeah. you know. So, and then tell me, what is your um? You mentioned I, I read your profile as well. You published a book. Yeah. So that was look. I'm a failed author. Okay. <laughs> that didn't sell very many. <laughs> but um, it was more of a self-development exercise. Uh, I was one of those guys growing up that said, I'm going to write a book one day. Okay. And, you know, people probably said, oh, whatever, you're going to do it. And I actually got to the point that I, I, I've said this a couple of times. I actually haven't done it. So when I left the corporate world, I said, I'm going to write a book. And I researched on how you can write a book. And, uh, and funny enough, the hardest part of writing a book is actually writing the book, not the um, creating books and getting it published. And there's actually, there's a company called CreateSpace that's owned by Amazon. That The easiest thing is creating the, the actual final product. And that's why I say the hardest part is actually sitting in front of your computer and writing down the words that go into the book. Wow. There's no excuse in terms of getting it published. Self-publishing is the easiest thing in the world. Um, just do it. And, yeah. yeah, just do it. And it was a great, I mean, I want to write another one now where I sort of think my thinking's matured. My, my original book was about dividend investing, which is what I used to do. I'm still a big believer in it, but there's things such as crypto assets, you know, there's tech businesses. I mean, if you look at the Amazons, Facebooks, uh, Googles, and even Microsoft, they, they, they control all the world's data. Yeah. That's yeah. worth something. And, Jeez. you know, even though Facebook's getting, <laughs> getting killed at the moment for... Yeah. for for what they have or have not done. I mean, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, that's, we need to understand that. And I think there's a definite, for people in their 30s and, and late 20s, there's this whole different world that you need to make sense of when it comes to investing and building wealth. And that's something I'd like to cover in, in, in sort of an update. And, and maybe I'll be a bit more successful. Um, but it was a hell of a great self, um, self-development exercise. And um, yeah, I really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know, how long did it look, take was, you from start to finish? It probably took me about six months. That's um, bad. Yeah. yeah. Look, probably from when I first opened up a word processor, I did that years and years ago, and I wrote a page. Okay. Wow. It just sat there for years, and then I then I eventually just gave it gave it a good go, and and I got it edited and all that, I paid someone to do it. And so you got to do that sort of stuff properly. Um, 
and I read books on how to write and I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm the best writer in the world, but I know, again, know a little bit more about writing than the average person because I learned to, along the way. And whether my style is great for people or not, I write very short sentences. So for to you, the it point. was more of a self-development tool than actually just getting a book. Yeah. It's just to prove yeah. something to yourself. It's just brilliant, I think. Well, listen, we're going we're gonna to wrap up with a few final questions. So any other tips or recommendations for people hiring in, in this type of sector? Um. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, hyper-personality. And, and let's let's bring it back to coffee. If you can't sit down and have a cup of coffee with this person, Brilliant. then yeah. you shouldn't hire them. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes for any industry. Now, having said that, I don't believe that you mustn't hire someone that's diverse or like has diverse views or, you know, you've got to have diversity. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. yeah, you can't... And, and if I can use a, a flippant word again, being a dick is universal. <laughs> so, <laughs> So it doesn't matter what type of what sort of where you're from or whatever. If you're not a good person, then you know it doesn't matter what you believe. Um, we need people that love people, and I mean we, you know, the old Amazon customer obsession. I mean, always tell the guys we've got to be obsessed about our customers. They they they're there to have a good experience. Um, so yeah, I mean, we hire for personality. The rest we can teach. Brilliant. And then, how do you spend your day on average? Um, yeah, it's very, it's very unstructured. I mean, for some, I, traditionally, I actually do like structure, even though I've taken this very unstructured lifestyle. I mean, I spend normally the first four hours of the day working on consulting gigs. I do pop into Colombo uh, usually daily, if not three or four times a week, um, just to you know chat to the guys. My business partner is there daily, daily, so he's the operational guy. But I, I read a lot. I mean, I'm reading for consulting, new ways of doing things uh, in, in the tech business I do. I'm reading up on coffee. Uh, I love technology. My next thing to look at is technology and coffee um, because wow. I think that's a massive, massive opportunity and especially because we can do things at fairly low price points in South Africa. Yeah, and uh, I was going to ask you, what's your, what's your recent favorite reading material? Um, well, I've just read a book that I think everyone should read. It's called... Um, the subtle art of not giving a um, f. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know. I've seen that. I've seen that on the yeah, shelves. Yeah. And, and, and it, is it good? Yeah, it's it's very good. Look, it is a bit self-helpy, but it's like a big good punch in the face that everyone needs. Uh, uh, I think once in a, once in a while. Otherwise, I, I read anything. I love novels. I, my favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird. I think it's the greatest book ever written. I once read like. 40 odd books in a year because I just uh, I'm a bookworm I, I don't watch TV uh, uh, unless my wife's watching something yes. but with a, with a young child now I don't get to read as much um, but um, just uh, I'll read anything um, uh, myself you got to yeah. almost like fight for the time you know so it's, it's, yeah. it's a bit hard and yeah I mean um, thanks obviously thanks for your time today I mean the biggest thing is um, it seems like you can add quite a bit of help to other people out there I mean what's the best way for people to get hold of you um, okay, my email, well, I'll give you my Colombo email. It's Jeff with a G G E O double F at Colombo.co.za. And then I'm on Twitter uh, as well. You can just search for me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on all social platforms just about. So it's if anyone wants to get in touch, uh, I'm more than happy to, to have a chat. And if you're in Durban, come have a coffee. Cool. Okay, well, thanks, Jeff. Thanks a lot for your time. And uh, give us a last bit of a high five. <laughs>